Welcome to the Death Kit Show. Let's go. To all my listeners, please go to thedifferentbook.com and pick up a copy of my new children's book, Different. 10% of every book sold goes directly to the cystic fibrosis charity, Emily's Entourage, which is searching for a cure for a unique mutation of the cystic fibrosis gene. I recommend Different to children ages five and up. Growing up as kids, we sometimes feel like we don't fit in with everyone else, whether it's our curly hair, a mole or freckle we don't like, being too tall or too short, the list goes on. Different teaches kids that we all have our thing and everyone is different, which means being different is normal. I'm very excited about this book and want to give as much as I can to Emily's Entourage, so please pick up a copy for your kids or grandkids or friends' kids and help me spread the word. Check out thedifferentbook.com for all the details. And if you haven't yet, please rate this podcast five stars and leave a review. It all really does help. to the GK Show. Fun music at the beginning. Yeah! Uh! Hope you're having a good day. Let's start the pod. Welcome back. Uh, <clears throat> man, right when I started this, uh, before I started this just now, I'm watching this YouTube video about when Michael Johnson and Donovan Bailey had to do that 150-meter race for a million dollars. I remember that. If anyone doesn't remember, in the 90s, Michael Johnson was just setting records in the 400-meter and the 200-meter dash. And Donovan Bailey, who's Canadian, won the 100 meter dash and set a world record so there was like who's the world's fastest man if anyone's not familiar usually i'm sure you all are track it's like whoever wins the 100 meter they're like oh, that's the world's fastest man but michael johnson was smashing the 200 meter record at the time which obviously usain bolt has now uh, eclipsed and he has the records but the point is um, it was kind of like, man, like, should he be considered the world fastest man? Which kind of does suck for Donovan Bailey, even though I'm American, so I like Michael Johnson, but whatever. Michael Johnson never ran the 100. Just kind of like, why not, you know? But training for specific events and track is totally different. I ran track. I kind of get it, okay? I was a regional junior Olympian. Should have gone to the junior Olympics in the hurdles, fifth grade, but I messed up. I stutter-stepped at the regional junior Olympics in Las Vegas. I was on my way to i believe it was hershey pennsylvania to compete in the junior olympics and i was so it was like the third time i ever ran the race and i was i ran the race once fucked up stopped like touched a hurdle with my hands which means dq'd but also doesn't matter because you lost everybody else is still running and you stopped and touched a hurdle and then the next time i ran it killed it qualified for the regional junior olympics and then my heat at the regionals i was smoking everybody in my heat Okay, this is kids from all over the Western United States, smoking them. And if you guys don't know about hurdles, I love how I started, I was like somehow talking about myself. But uh, 
it's eight steps of the first hurdle, pop, and then one, two, three, pop, one, two, three, pop in between like each hurdle. It's three steps and then you go. And I was killing everybody in my heat. And then the last three hurdles, like on the, like the, yeah, the last three, I started stutter stepping and that just completely slowed me down. I still got second in my heat, but my time was probably, I'd probably say at least a full second slower than it was about to be. So I did not qualify, but I was still, my parents were all excited. I came in second in the race, especially with fucking up so bad. So it was like crazy. You fuck up so bad, but still do okay. And people are like, wow, you still did okay. And you fucked up. So my parents were like, yeah, you know, like, way to go, Jeffy. <laughs> and my track coach was like, Jeff, what the hell was that? Oh, man, you blew it. He goes, you had it. You had it. You were about to go to the Junior Olympics. Man, you fucked up. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, my parents are happy. Track coach is not. Um, anyways. Uh, so, all right. So what do I want to get to? So anyways, that's just what I was looking at just now. Um, a couple topics I wanted to get to. Um, I, uh, okay. So I'm a few days late on this, but I, I'm not trying to ever brand myself as some sort of like commentary on the news guy, but it is a election year. So that is a lot of the big stuff going on is election stuff. And Elizabeth Warren dropped out a few days ago now um, from the Democratic race for president. So now the only people left are Joe Biden, Bernie Sanders, and then Tulsi Gabbard, who no one's talking about. She's still in the race, as far as I know. This is Saturday night, and uh, she's still in the race. And everyone's pretending it's just Biden and Sanders, which I get it. Tulsi Gabbard's not getting a lot of, like, she's not winning anything or getting a lot of votes. So I get it. They're, like, the only two really in contention or them. But uh, what, what is so annoying to me is that Elizabeth Warren, you know, I watched live as she came out and talked about, you know, she did a little press conference saying she's back, you know, bowing out of the race type of thing, whatever. And the first question this reporter asked her, and I'm, this is not verbatim, but it was something to the effect of, yeah, like, what do you, th- what do you think? Like, something about, like, um, was there sexism in the race, you know? Uh, you know, it was like, like, did she lose because she's a woman, basically? And something about like the, the all the girls out there who wanted a female president. Okay, there's so many things wrong with this. Now, before I go on this, I just want to let everyone know I'm not saying sexism doesn't exist. It 100% does exist. What I'm saying is how stupid to play this card is so dumb. It makes no sense. First thing right off the bat before you tune this tune me out, um, she lost her home state of Massachusetts where she lives. Uh, the women in that state voted for Joe Biden more than they voted for her. So it's not like men are controlling all the voting. Like I think women in general m- vote more than men. So like the idea that if you are a woman, you think the same as every other woman is so fucking dumb. It like. It bothers me to no end. It's, it bothers me the same way. And if anyone knows me for a while or has listened to I think on a previous podcast, whenever I get into this stuff, every Asian person doesn't think the same. Every black person doesn't think the same. I'm Jewish. Every Jewish person doesn't think the same. Every Mexican, my wife's Mexican, her family, they don't all agree on po- political stuff. And they don't agree on everything. And when fucking people pretend, oh, 
women all wanted Elizabeth. No, they didn't. If all the women in the country wanted Elizabeth Warren to be president, guess what, guys? She'd be president. Because women vote more than men. And if some men wanted Elizabeth Warren and every single woman was like, yeah, she's a woman, so clearly I want her because she's a woman. I don't even have to listen to her talk. Why is she, why is she talking right now? I don't even have to listen to it. I just know she's a woman. I'm a woman. Therefore, she should be president according to me because I'm so dumb that that's how I vote. Women aren't fucking stupid. Just like men don't. And I'll say this too. Yeah. Do I think there's men out there who are like, oh, you know, I'm, I need a guy to be president. I feel like men are better leaders. Yeah. I think those fucking guys exist. It's not this overwhelming majority of every guy. How many guys? I've never even met a guy that talks like that. Yeah, I probably have, but I can't think of one. But it's not like every guy thinks like that. And it's not even half the guys think like that. People listen to what you say. They see how you come across. A lot of it is stupid because it is a lot of like how you come across. You know, you could say something stupid really confidently and it works for people. I get it. I talk on stage for a living. There are little tricks that I will not talk about right now or probably ever with stand-up or performing where you can get away with certain things. Uh, so yeah, people do look at presidential candidates and go like, oh, this guy's taller, this guy's you know short, doesn't seem like he's a leader because he's short. Like, There's all sorts of reasons. But Elizabeth Warren lied about being a Native American uh, and, and then she tried to backtrack and say she didn't. It's like she did it. She said she never used it to get ahead. And then like these documents came out where she used it on uh, some uh, legal papers when she was uh, applying for something or on some bar exam or something. I can't remember. I'm not some expert on this, but these papers did come out where she definitely did use it to her advantage. And, you know, I get to, I've talked to people and they're like, well, you know, she thought she was because like her family told her this story and that's possible. Okay, let me give you an example of why that's total bullshit to totally run with a story that's totally unverified by your family, right? Um, my grandma, my grandmother's last name was Solomon. That's her maiden name. My middle, my son's middle name now is Solomon because of that. One of the reasons I also just like that name and it's Shlomo in Hebrew. So his fucking name's kind of Shlomo. If you think about it, because we're Jewish or I'm Jewish. So he's part Jewish. So Shlomo anyways. Um, but anyways, my grandmother, told my mom, her daughter, and told me and stuff that she's related to King Solomon from the Bible because that's what her family told her, okay? She might be. I don't go around telling everybody for sure I'm related to King Solomon. If it came to a legal document or something or where I needed to, where I could get ahead if I was related to King Solomon, I wouldn't be like, yeah, my grandma says it, so... I have no verification on this, but like that's definitely a thing. She's fucking lied about that. She, she, she's, I don't know. She came up to me like a real phony person. And also, what about all the guys that lose every year? Like, they're not president either. There's like this weird thing where they go, oh, she didn't get to be president. She fucking got screwed. It's like, what? She's a senator of a pretty major state, Massachusetts. She's worth, last I heard, $12 million. She's done very well for herself in life, better than I've done you know, at least financially and stuff. And uh, as far as like fame and, and finances, she's better than me and most every other person on the fucking planet. So what are they talking about? They said the same thing like when Kamala Harris, when she dropped out, uh, she said it was like racism. And it's like, what the fuck are these people talking about? Barack Obama was president twice, right? He got elected twice. 
and he fucking murdered John McCain in the first election. I voted for him. Uh, and then in the second one, he beat Mitt Romney by, I think, like 5 million votes. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't as close, even as some people thought it might be kind of close. It wasn't close, really, when he beat Mitt Romney. Um, a lot of people say, I mean, this is like, who knows what would happen if she actually did, but if Michelle Obama jumped in, like, she has this huge favorability rating amongst the whole country. Like, just because Kamala Harris, I think she's half black, by the way, but, uh, which is whatever, I get it, she's considered black. But, I mean, that's not why you lost, dude. Like, fucking, I thought, honestly, when it first started, I was like, man, I think Kamala Harris uh, or Elizabeth Warren, I think one of them is going to be the Democratic nominee. And I was like, man, that's going to be, and if they get it, I think they'll be, you know, they have a really good shot of beating Trump. And then I saw them out there, and it's like, they fucking sucked. Kamala Harris sucked. She fucking lied about, uh, you know, smoking weed. Uh, she was like, she was the Attorney General of California, so she was locking people up for smoking weed, and she goes on a radio show on uh, Charlemagne, uh, the, the Breakfast Club or whatever in New York, she goes on a very popular radio show, and like, did you ever smoke weed? She's like, yeah, I did, like trying to be cool, and then she said what she was listening to, she said, I smoked in college, and I was listening to Snoop and Tupac, like just trying to sound cool, when she was in college, neither one of them had ever released a record, like she's a fucking liar, dude, and I get that they're all liars, but it's like, when your lies are that kind of cringy, People are like, okay, like I'm out on you, you know? So anyways, there's a lot of reasons Elizabeth Warren like didn't do well and to blame it on like, oh yeah, it's because I'm a woman. And so, and she did say that, the lady asked her and she's like, yeah, that's the hardest part. All these little girls out there who, you know, they're just gonna, they're just gonna have to wait, you know, for a woman president. What little girls are sitting around worrying about who the president is? Like, you're, a, I think you're a bad parent if your kid is like their emotional state is linked to, do we have a female presidential candidate of a major party? They're all just fucking politicians. You know what I mean? Like, I think for sure we're going to have a female president um, in my lifetime. I'm in my mid-30s. I think for sure we'll have one in my lifetime. I knew, I felt like I was like, we're going to have a black president in my lifetime. We did. I'm sure we'll have another and everything. It's like one only one person can get it. And, and let's just be honest. People are dumb. Like, we're all dumb. I'm talking Republican, Democrat, whatever. Me. I'm not just saying everyone's dumb and I'm smart. Everyone's dumb, dude. We don't fucking... We just, you know... The media shoves people down our throats. We usually go with that person. Like, look, the media now all of a sudden is, like, backing Joe Biden because they're like, oh, Bernie Sanders won't win all these other states, they think, you know. Who knows what would happen, but they think... You know, that's where every model says, like, oh, Bernie Sanders would lose all these, like, big states and everything, and he's too alienating, so now they got to push Biden, and Biden is ahead in the delegates. Now, all of a sudden, the media is like, yeah, they, like, they don't report on certain things about Biden. I'll tell you right now, my grandmother had Alzheimer's, and I've, and my other grandma had dementia, just from being really, really old, but my other grandma had Alzheimer's, and I'm not saying this to be mean, uh, I'm not a fan of, like, any politician, if you know me. So I'm not a fan of Joe Biden, but I'm not saying this like, oh, I fucking hate Joe Biden's butt, Joe, Joe Biden's guts, and I'm about to take him down or anything. That guy seems like he has very clear early signs of dementia. And <clears throat> I'm saying it because I know you're out there, you're talking all the time, you're going to mess things up. Everybody does, right? Fucking, dude, Biden gets lost in the middle of his own sentences all the time. All the time. I saw a clip the other day. Where he was saying uh, he's trying to re he couldn't remember Barack Obama's name. He was like, yeah, and he goes, and you know, and that's why when me and uh, uh, President um, uh, my boss, 
uh, we, my boss, he, we, we got, we got that done. And it's like, what? Like, you can't remember fucking President Obama. He, you know, people are giving him shit about like when he's on stage and he said, this is my wife and it was his sister. He could have just turned the wrong way, forgot which side something's on. I think mean, that's a big deal. But like every fucking day, it seems like this guy can't remember his train of thought mid-sentence. Like, and he, and he seems to be getting confused. Like, I, it happens to me all the time when I'm talking and maybe I forget exactly what my point was. He seems to like, I see it in his face, like he's getting confused. And I saw that with my grandma. My grandma was at a special place where everybody kind of had Alzheimer's. I don't know, I said kind of, everybody had Alzheimer's, right? So I'd go there and I would talk to people I'd see all the time. And it's, it's that thing. I've, I've had, heard it explained that Alzheimer's is kind of like how frustrating it is, is it's like if you walk into a room that has nothing in it and you're trying to explain to somebody where the desk is. So like that's how fucking much it sucks and like how your brain is all whatever. I'm not saying he has Alzheimer's. I'm not an expert, obviously. I'm just a comedian. I'm just saying this dude is not just doing normal gaffes like, oh, I shouldn't have said that. I should have said this. Like there's been multiple states where he says he's in the other state. It happens once, honestly, like, okay, whatever. You're on the campaign trail. Oh, fuck, where are we today? We're in uh, Vermont. I said New Hampshire. Fine. It happened another time and maybe another time. So I don't know. It's weird. I said on stage... Said a thing about how like Trump and if it's Trump against Biden, it's just two guys who can't finish a full sentence. But Trump seems like he's always like BSing, you know, and that's why he's always coming up with something. And then like halfway through a sentence, he'll be like, and that's and that's why blah 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 blah, you know, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and he gets all excited because he thought of something new to say before he got to the end of the sentence. But Biden can't get to the end of the sentence, not for a bullshitting reason. He, like that guy legit seems like he gets fucking lost and confused and then like forgets where he is almost. So, anyways, um, I, I also just think it's weird to just to blame that. I mean, she was Elizabeth Warren was a front runner, and then she crumbled. So, um, I had a couple other points about that. What what, what are the points that I did hit? There, that the the women in Massachusetts didn't vote for. Oh, another thing too is they always make it like, um, you know, women. Uh, yeah. Well, here I go. After I just shit on Joe Biden for losing his train of thought mid-sentence. Maybe I have early onset dementia. But uh, my point is that women vote in larger numbers. I made that point already. But it just doesn't make any sense. When, when, when it's a conservative woman, do you ever hear any of these same people going like, oh, vote for her, you know? But what if a Republican in 20... Say Trump wins again and... Or, yeah, well, even Trump loses. Say a Republican woman in 2024 is the front runner for the Republicans. Do you think the like these same people in the media and Elizabeth Warren are going to be like she's a woman, right? All these little girls are worried about, you know, they want her to be elected. Little kids should not be super involved in politics. That just makes no sense. Why any five year old should be? What does that mean, anyways? Like, should a like I'm a guy so should I and I'm straight so should I only vote for straight guys um my skin is white so I only vote for straight white guys like I can't vote for an Asian candidate if I want or I can't vote for a Latino candidate if I want or I can't vote for a black candidate I can't vote for a woman if I want like if you take that logic that she's a woman therefore women should vote for her then should guys only vote for guys? Like, how does this work? Like, it just doesn't make any sense. And it, like, totally 
break somebody down to their characteristics that they can't even control. You know what I mean? Oh, I was born a woman, so I'm a woman. You're a woman, I'm a woman. It's, it's even like the abortion issue, which I'm not going to go deep on abortion right now, but that's a pretty divisive issue. And what I can't stand is when people say, oh, it's, uh, you know, these men are trying to take away women's rights, blah, 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 blah. It's a woman's body. I think it's like equal numbers of women when polled are pro-life versus pro-choice. It's just a, my point is it's a bullshit argument. I'm not saying, you know, I'm fucking pro-life all the way, no matter what or anything. I'm saying that argument that it's only men who are pro-life is bullshit. Like that's, I don't even know where that comes from because there's a bunch of women who, for their own reasons, are pro-life. I remember my wife, my wife's Catholic and I remember we were dating and she played this joke on me that she was pregnant. And uh, I was like, what? Like, and I go, what do you, what do you, what do you want to do? It's a long time ago, obviously. And uh, she's like, what do you mean what do I want to do? And I go, I, like, because I didn't know her that well yet. She was playing this joke on me, which she thought was hilarious, by the way. Can I throw that in? She thought it was so funny. And uh, she was like, well, I'm going to keep it. And I go, and I, I remember saying like, oh, because you're Catholic? And then she just goes, no, it's nothing to do with me being Catholic. She goes, it's just like, it's a baby. It's a person. And I was like, oh, so... Some people have it for religious reasons. Some people just have it for scientific reasons. So, but my point is, is women and men, like all men aren't pro-life, obviously. Some men are pro-choice. Some men are pro-life. Like there's varying degrees of it. Not everyone's in like one boat or the other, but it's just so dumb when people big, like go, oh, and, and I get it. If it was like 90% guys were like, yeah, abortions are you know, should, should never happen ever under any circumstances. And then 90% of women were like, yeah, they should. Yeah, yeah, they should. I get it. Then you can kind of be like, okay, whatever. I think it's like pretty much down the middle. I could be wrong. Pretty sure it's like down the middle. I've seen some things, uh, some studies or polls or whatever on it. And it's not like women overwhelmingly are pro-choice versus pro-life. Can I just look it up? Let's just look it up right now. See what, see what the Google says. Uh, women pro life versus pro choice i just kind of like i don't like bullshit arguments no matter how it goes down what is this gallup okay here we go fucking other people with no opinion too uh americans who consider themselves pro-choice on abortion by age this is just americans i want women 18 to 29 or 62 percent 65 plus are 37%. Well, what the fuck? What about 30 to 64? Where are those people? Oh, here we go. There we go. Men. Gen- oh, here we go. Men pro-choice is 48%. Pro-life is 46%. Women, this is according to Gallup. Uh, women are pro-choice 43%. Pro-life 51%. So according to Gallup, which I think... Most people go, that's like not a partisan polling source, um, says that men are slightly more pro-choice than pro-life and women are, by a larger margin, pro-life over pro-choice. So there you go. I just don't get why people pretend all women think the same. They don't. All men don't think the same. Look at this. Women, oh, this is just the age. I thought that was still men and women. Okay, whatever. So there you go, guys. So I was right. I was actually more than right, if that's possible. Um, all right, so there you go. I don't like Elizabeth Warren 
fucking pretending she lost because of that when there's always always other reasons why you lose. People aren't don't, don't get to just be president. I don't get that even thought process. Um, okay, another thing. I guess this is like I guess this will just be a, a, almost completely political podcast. But um, this is going around the internet. Right when I saw I saw the person's tweet, and I thought this makes no fucking sense at all. Uh, they had the math wrong. So this lady, um, I think her name is Makita Rivas, she tweeted out something about Michael Bloomberg, who's running for, in the Democrat Party, and he lost. He spent a ton of money. Uh, everyone's saying half a billion dollars. I've heard it's probably more than that. I heard it's probably six or seven hundred billion dollars. I have no way of knowing what's true. But anyways, he spent all this money. Got, only got a few delegates, so he dropped out after Super Tuesday. He saw obviously he had no way to win. So. This lady, Makita Rivas, I believe, she tweeted something to the effect of, you know, Michael Bloomberg spent $500 million on a campaign that went nowhere. There's 327 million people in the United States. He literally could have given a million dollars to everybody in the United States, but instead decided, instead decided to like run for president, right? And waste all this, waste all this money. And uh, immediately, you know, everybody who is as old as like five or six <laughs> online was like, oh, it's actually not a million dollars each. 500 million divided by 327 million is a dollar and 53 cents. So what's funny about that is, okay, whatever. That lady tweeted that. I get it. You tweet things in the moment. You're not always fucking thinking and maybe, you know, whatever. Math, little math mistake. We've all made them, right? What's funny about it is Brian Williams, who's supposed to be a TV journalist, like he's a news anchor, right? And supposedly we're supposed to take him seriously. He came over from NBC. Now he's on MSNBC. And this dude, you know, got in trouble for lying about stories before in the past. So he has this lady, Mara Gayon, who I guess writes for the New York Times editorial board. She's on the New York Times editorial board, right? And she comes on and goes, yeah. And you know, they're talking about Bloomberg. And she goes, yeah. And there was even this tweet that really highlighted it. And they, she brings up that exact tweet. And Brian Williams is like, yeah, I saw that. He's like, here, let's put it up on the screen. They put it up on the screen. And then they both start talking about how crazy it is that like Michael Bloomberg could have given a million dollars to everybody. And the lady Margaret goes, it's true. It's disgusting. And it just shows that there's like too much money in politics. So fucking What? Like, these people, I get, like, in the moment, you make a little math mistake. Like I said, happens to all of us. They went on TV. There are cameramen, uh, producers, editors, the person who has to put the fucking graphic on the screen. Is that one of the editors? I don't know. There's Brian Williams himself. There's the lady who had all day to think about this. There's a, I mean, they could have, like, clicked on that tweet and just seen the comments below it where people were saying... Uh, you did the math wrong. It's $1.53. What are you talking about? This makes no sense. You're totally wrong, right? Then they didn't do that. And then they went on TV and talked about it with so much confidence. And my point is that proves that there is a bias with these people on the news because like, clearly they wanted it to be true, okay? If you see that and you don't vet it at all, even to click on the tweet and see the like first response, I'm guessing was going to be like, not true. It doesn't make any sense. You did the math wrong. Sorry about that. And you have all, and then everybody on set, like nobody, like the one of two things happened in my head. Okay. And there could be third option. I'm not thinking of, but either her, um, nobody on involved in that show picked up on it on the math being totally off or people did, 
And Brian Williams is such an intimidating, scary boss that they were like, fuck it, don't say anything, just let him go on air. I guess it was a third option where they were like, hey, I don't like my boss, Brian Williams, let him go on air with this, right? I mean, nobody that this uh, writer Mara Gay knows had, you know, told her. No one tweeted her or texted her or said like, hey, you're like way off on this, like it's wrong, the math's wrong, you see the, they just do the math, it doesn't make any sense. Excuse me. So, anyways, that's what's hilarious to me about it, is it just shows what an agenda they have, because they clearly wanted it to be true, and when they saw it, they're like, whoa, yeah, they got their juices flowing, like, that's a great way, you know, and I think she even said in there, it's, like, it's just, like, a great way to, like, really show how ridiculous, you know, Bloomberg is, it's just, clearly they didn't like Michael Bloomberg, this idea that just because he's super rich, therefore, he's bad because of that, that makes no sense, I've said this a million times, but there are rich people who suck and are assholes and there are rich people who are fucking awesome, great people. And there are poor people who are great people and there are poor people who are fucking assholes who suck. Just because you're poor doesn't make you good. Just because you're rich doesn't make you bad. If you think that, you're fucking dumb. Like, you're not smart. And I'm not even nearly the smartest person at all. And I know that's stupid. So, there you go. I thought that was ridiculous. Um, oh, and then I went into the comments, because clearly that Lady Mara Gay was going to, you know, basically admit she was wrong, because it was math. It's not like an opinion. It's That's math, right? So she, I just went to her page, and she had this tweet where she said, hey, guys, like, um, I'm going to go buy a calculator, BRB, right? So she's basically poking fun at herself. She messed up. Reading, I, I was bored. I was putting my kids to sleep. So I'm reading the comments under that. And clearly there's a bunch of people, this is Twitter, right? There's a bunch of people who are, you know, doing funny memes or making jokes, like, uh, about it. And then there are the people who are like, no, I just have a serious question. Like, what I was just saying, they were saying same thing. I thought, like, how did no one catch this? You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't get it. But it was mostly just people, like, making fun of her. And then the result, it was mostly that and then this. People telling her it wasn't her fault. They were like, oh, seriously, like, it was hard for me, too. Like, it took me three tries before I got like what was wrong about what you said or what was wrong with the tweet. And there were other people saying, yeah, like I had to concentrate really hard to get how that was wrong. And, <laughs> and then, uh, what's the one guy goes, Hey, this isn't on you. Like the, the, it's the editor's fault. That is unreal. <laughs> like, it's, it's one thing if you're going to play the whole, hey, like, I suck at math too, ha, ha, ha game, which, like, you really have to suck at math to fucking not get that when you have all day to think about it before you go on TV um, or at least a couple hours to think about it before you go on TV. So that's one thing. It's another thing to be like, hey, not only, like, is this not your fault? It's someone else's fault. It's someone else's fault that you went on TV and quoted a bullshit tweet that made no sense. So that's somehow someone else's fault. That means I could go on TV, guys, and say something completely stupid, and by that logic, you guys should go, oh, Jeff, man, you're the man. Fuck those editors, dude. They should have gone into your brain and stopped your mouth from saying the stupid shit. It's totally their fault. You know, They should have caught it and let you know. That is crazy logic to me to just blame somebody else just because you want to back up somebody uh just be like hey honest mistake or whatever fine but to blame other people is just that's just a ridiculous 
way to think about life. I'm constantly blaming myself, even for some things that I probably shouldn't, maybe a little bit. Uh, I'm still like, I should have caught it. I should have seen it. Should be better. Uh, all right, that's it. I think I'll just, I'm a little tired, and I guess we lose an hour tonight. That's why I was talking fat, really fast at the beginning, because we lose an hour of sleep tonight. That's just bullshit, man. I have two little kids, my wife and I. We can't afford to be losing an hour of sleep on top of losing all our sleep every day as it is. So unfair. Come on. I don't even fully understand the daylight savings thing. I've never really looked into it, but changing the clocks. What is time, man? What is time, you know? But, like, the planet doesn't care what day you think it is. It is what it is. It is weird how we broke it all down. Um, this is the last thing I'll talk about, I guess. Uh, the, sh- the, the show This Is Us on NBC. If you guys have not seen that show, oh, my God. Start it from the very beginning. It's not the type of show you can just, like, pop in and watch an episode and be like, hmm. It was okay. Like I've heard, I've, talk, I've asked people like, "Do you watch This Is Us?" And they're like, "I've seen an episode here and there. It's all right." I'm like, "Yeah, if I saw an episode here and there, I wouldn't like it either." Fucking, you got to watch from the beginning. The way they develop these characters, the acting is so good, and I don't even like all the storylines necessarily, but it's just so well done. It gets me. The main characters, they're all they're, they're triplets, right? And I think the the first season, they're thirty six. Because I think this is the fourth season now. They're supposed to be turning forty, all of them. So basically, they're a few, they're four years older than me, right? And uh, just the way they go back and forth, and it's like they do the stuff about the parents and what the parents went through, and like what they went through, and like the, just the different periods. And then they have kids now, and I have little kids now. Oh my god, it gets me. I cry almost every episode. I feel like the only episodes I don't cry is when. I watch with my wife, and uh, I just don't cry because I know she'll make fun of me. So there you go. Tip of the day. This is us. You guys should watch it. Okay, you know what? I do have a couple. I have all these articles. I've been wanting to do a podcast for a while. I just haven't had the time. Um, Oh, I forgot to bring this up. This is another thing I want to talk about. I'm uh, working on a cruise ship tomorrow, starting tomorrow, and it's out of uh, Long Beach, California, so it's right where I live, basically, right? And so I got my wife and kids on this one. This is the first time they're going to come with me. My daughter's all excited. My son doesn't know what the fuck's going on. And my wife, I think, is excited too, but um, my wife's been pretty sick, so that kind of stinks. So anyways, this coronavirus thing is going on, and it's affecting multiple cruise ships. And now we just found out that our embarkation, like getting on the ship, is delayed. I haven't heard anything from them, like my bosses or whatever, the people that send me emails. Not my bosses, but people send me emails. And um, but my wife, I signed. I, I signed up her and the kids for whatever the, all the email and text alerts. So we found out that we're getting on later tomorrow. Oh man, I feel like I'm getting sick. This sucks. So, anyways. This whole coronavirus thing, um, from what I understand, uh, just wash your hands a lot and don't touch your face, they say. And uh, that's it. Like, I think, and I could be underreacting, I get it. I think it's just new. It's a new thing. So people are, uh, you know, throws people off. Like, what is this? It killed people, blah, 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 right? Like, the flu kills a lot of people. This supposedly is killing people at a higher rate, but at the same time, we don't know that the numbers are correct coming in from China. And also, 
once we do figure out what it is, I'm sure there'll be like the, the, the way to treat it will be better. So I, I think, I'm guessing, I'm assuming, I could be wrong, totally, complete. I could die. You, you might be listening to this and I'm dead in a week from coronavirus, but because um, I fucking don't think it's as big a deal as people think. Um, but, you know, once they figure out how to treat it, that rate will go down. It sounds like the only people dying from it so far are people who are elderly or already have like a weakened immune system. Uh, so anyways, I also saw this thing somebody put out. I don't, I don't get, like people, I feel like some people put things online and I'm sure I've put stupid shit online all the time in the past. But uh, I saw this person put online, you know, something like, oh, coronavirus has killed X amount of people, you know, a few thousand or whatever. And they go, 25,000 people a, a year or a day or a month, whatever the fuck it was, die of starvation, but you don't see that on the news. <laughs> I was talking to my dad and I go, what don't these people get? Do you know why you don't see that on the news? Do you know what the news is? It's new. It's new information. That's what the news is supposed to be. So if every single day... Uh, there was a guy that fucking was running around chopping three people's heads off and he was doing it for the, for 10 years straight and everybody knew who it was or something. Eventually that's out of the news, you know what I mean? Cause it's not new anymore. They might mention it like, Oh, and by the way, Tom's still going around chopping three people's heads off every day. Might be at the very end, you know, it would be news if Tom, Hey, Tom finally stopped chopping people's heads off. Right? Like I know, I know I'm using a gruesome, like dark, weird, like, uh, you know, thing to analogize a thing with, uh, whatever, but it's like, it's not new. If people are dying, yeah, people die all over the world. There probably was like a world statistic. It wasn't like in, you know, our country or something, but, uh, yeah, that's, but the, everyone, everyone kind of gets that that's happening. There's shitty things going on every second. Like it's, you can't all be in the news. Like the news is supposed to be new stuff, new information. So I think it's funny people post on they're like, right. Oh, and that's what the point, the point of the post was. You know why it's not in the news? Because starvation doesn't affect rich people. I'm like, it's not in the news because it's not new. People have always died of starvation <coughs> throughout human history as far as we know. It's horrible. It's sad. It fucking breaks my heart. It doesn't mean it's new information. So uh, there you go with that. And by the way, that's kind of a, I do kind of agree with the, the idea, though, that there are certain things that if certain communities are affected, it's not reported but then other communities get affected it is reported i agree with that but this whole you're supposed to report on starvation every day when everyone knows about it all right let's do maybe one article maybe two i'm already losing my voice my wife dude she got me sick my wife never gets sick and the fact that i haven't gotten sick yet means something's up because uh i get sick all the time Eight of the most mysterious people of all time. I read a little bit of this article already. All right, let's just go through this. Some of these are interesting. Some of these are whatever. It is continually intriguing to go through the different history of people who are celebrated today despite the fact that their true personality is yet uncovered. Today we will reveal <coughs> a list of important individuals whose true identity is still unknown. Number one, Satoshi Nakamoto. This is the brains, or maybe even a group of brains, behind Bitcoin. Bitcoin is a well-known and effective online payment system that performs transactions directly without requiring a middleman. People see him as a genius because of the sophistication of the codes 
used to build the Bitcoin system. He has currently bagged in over 1 million Bitcoins, which is equal to around $400 million. Despite all this, he, has, he still has an anonymous identity. All we know about this hero is his age, and he currently resides in Japan. That's crazy. They don't know more about him. I feel like those, those websites you could find out more, you know, where it's like pay $39.95, and you can do this full background check on Satoshi Nakamoto. All right, next person. Carl Kecker. K-O-E-C-H-E-R, Koker, Kocher. Born in Bratislava in the year 1934, Carl was a known mole who figured out how to infiltrate the CIA. At 28, he became part of the Czech intelligence agency, but then relocated to the United States where he earned a doctorate degree in philosophy from Columbia University. Later, his record as one of the very few people who has been able to penetrate the CIA earned him a spy job in the USSR, Soviet Union. When he betrayed the USSR under the CIA's influence, many believe that Carl was a double agent. The FBI captured him for being a spy, but was released in no time after the FBI committed a few errors in his case. To this date, little or nothing is known about this mysterious man. Man, double agent. Can you imagine that? Right? Like, I, I have like kind of a neat job. I'm a comedian. This guy's a double agent from the USSR, CIA. They don't know anything. To this day, they don't know anything about this guy? It's crazy. I feel like that's going to be impossible in the future, right? My generation, the one after, we're just putting everything online from a young age. People are going to be like, oh, yeah, that guy? Yeah. He fucking, this is what he said uh, on December 1st, 2012. Pretty stupid, right? He retweeted this fucking article. Turned out to be false. The guy's an idiot. You know everything about us. Uh, number three, I don't think I'm going to read. It's a picture of a guy jumping out of the, one of the Twin Towers on 9-11. And they're just saying, oh, whatever, you get it. The true identity of this guy, nope, nobody knows. So, okay, that's fucking just... Those that was, are was one of the saddest images, people jumping out of buildings knowing they're going to die. This one was interesting. Okay, I do not know how to pronounce this. Le Inconnu de la Seine. Uh... The story behind the unknown woman of the Seine, 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 Seine River, S-E-I-N-E, I forgot how to say that, Seine, I think it's Seine, the river Seine. The story behind the unknown woman of the Seine is ironically well known by most, but it will amaze you that no one ever discovered her true identity. Sometime in the 18th century, she was found dead in Paris, and her autopsy report declared that she committed suicide, yet it was never known or revealed as to why she chose to die this way. The coroner thought she was the most beautiful woman in the world and chose to make a mortar cast of her face. Listen to this last sentence. This is the one that made this interesting to me. This made her so popular, she is now known all around the world, thereby making her the face of CPR mannequins. How fucking weird is that? This lady died in the 1700s or killed herself, and now her face is the fucking CPR mannequin? Every CPR mannequin is just this chick's face. That's so weird. All because a coroner thought she was hot? What a sick fuck coroner, by the way. I just realized that. Can you imagine being a coroner and being like, beautiful, I'm working on this dead corpse. What if that guy thought a lot of them were beautiful and just got caught saying that one was beautiful and everyone's like, you think that one, you think she's beautiful? He's like, yes, and I've never said this before. I don't think this at all about the other corpses that come in here. I don't jerk off around them or anything with my record player, with my phonograph playing. <laughs> what is it? That's so creepy now that I think about it. 
She's beautiful. I'm the creepy coroner. All right. D.B. Cooper. Oh, this I read. This one's fucking awesome. Ever heard of anyone who got away with a perfect crime? Sure you have. That's D.B. Cooper, the only man in the history of aviation that successfully hijacked a plane and got away with it. Listen to this. He hijacked a Boeing 727 en route from Washington to Oregon in 1971 under the alias D.B. Cooper. He demanded for $200,000, which is more than half a million, which is more than a million dollars today, and threatened, he demanded for $200,000 and threatened to blow off the explosives in his briefcase if his demand was called a bluff. Immediately, the U.S. government met his demands and he then simply parachuted out of the plane but was never seen again. The FBI spent years trying to find this man but to no avail, so his true identity still remains a mystery. What I don't understand about this, and I guess I could just look it up and I'll figure it out, he wanted $200,000 and they said the government gave it to him and they just parachuted out of the plane. So, how did they get, did they get $200,000 in cash to him? Or if they put it in a bank account, is, there was no way to like freeze those funds afterwards? Or I, I just, I don't get that part. How did he get away with that? The FBI spent years trying to find this man, but to no avail. Wow. D.B. Cooper. We should look that up. All right. Zodiac Killer. <sighs> Ever wondered if a man can boast of killing people and never get caught? That is the Zodiac Killer. A renowned serial killer known for contacting the police and sending them ciphered notes in a way of teasing and taunting them. This guy would always brag about how many people he had murdered without leaving any clues. That was how he became, that was how he came about the alias Zodiac Killer. The Californian police tried all they could but to no avail, even though he'd committed 37 murders. Alright, so it's like, very cool, dude. You're a killer, fucking piece of shit. Tank Man. All right, I haven't read the last two, so here we go. Tank Man. Oh, this is from uh, Tiananmen Square. Some students protested for freedom of the press, freedom of the speech, and restoration of workers' control over industry in 1989 at the Tiananmen Square. That protest recorded over a million people but failed because the Chinese government retaliated, which led to the Tiananmen Square massacre. Sophisticated rifles and tanks were used by the Chinese military to overpower the Tiananmen Square protesters, killing and injuring students. The next morning, an unknown man pulled a stunt by preventing these tanks from going through. Though the tanks attempted to maintain a strategic distance from him, he continued to sit before them. Photos of the strange stunt became so famous, despite the fact that nobody knows his true identity or what happened to him. Well, I can tell you what happened. I think eventually he fucking, they killed him. Or maybe they killed him right then. Number eight. Here we go. Poe Toaster. The true identity of Poe Toaster remains unknown despite his constant visiting of author Edgar Allan Poe's grave every 19th day of January, which is the author's birthday. Poe Toaster started doing this from 1949, and each time he would raise a cognac toast and leave half a bottle of cognac and three roses on the grave before walking off. This tradition was stopped in 2010 for reasons we don't know, but he has never been identified. Well, clearly this guy was banging Edgar Allan Poe, right? Oh, wait, no. It started in 1949, and Edgar Allan Poe was born in 1849, died in 1875. Wow, Edgar Allan Poe was only 26 years old? Am I doing the math wrong on this after doing that whole math thing? 50, 75? Wow, 26. Who would have thought? I always thought Edgar Allan Poe was like some old dude. I guess he was just from the olden days. Anyways, there you go. The Poe Toaster. Nobody knows who that guy is. All right, guys. 
Um, wish my family and I luck on this cruise. Hopefully we get on. Hopefully my kids have a great time. I think they will. Hopefully nobody gets coronavirus. Everybody out there, wash your hands. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening. Please leave a five-star review if you get a chance. You're the best. Thank you for listening to my daddy.